Haridas had already drowned in the ocean of love for Lord Krishna, and he had no perception of the world around him. He knew not if he were still embodied or wandering somewhere in the universe or deep in the water of the Ganga. Just like Prahlad Maharaj, Haridas Thakur had the spiritual ability to constantly remember the Supreme Lord. Such an extraordinary capability was not surprising, for Haridas's heart was the permanent residence of Lord Gorachandra. This entire episode with Srila Haridas Thakur is a replication of the heroic activities of Sri Hanuman in Sri Lanka. Indrajit, Ravana's son, had sent the Brahmastra, a weapon given to him by Lord Brahma, to capture Hanuman. Hanuman could have easily escaped it, but to show respect for the potency of Lord Brahma, Hanuman allowed himself to be bound by the Brahmastra. Similarly, Haridas Thakur could have escaped this punishment of the Muslims, but by allowing them to torture him, he taught the world a lesson. Despite the extreme miseries of life, one must never stop chanting the name of Krishna. The Supreme Lord Krishna, Govinda, directly protected Haridas Thakur. Therefore, who could harm him? If one simply remembers the name of Haridas, not to mention his terrible ordeal at the hands of the Muslims, one becomes free from one's own pain and misery. Most certainly, Srila Haridas Thakur was one of the closest most important associates of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Chaitanya Chandra. Haridas floated downstream on the currents of the Ganga, and after some time he became conscious by the Lord's desire. Fully awakened and overwhelmed with ecstasy, he climbed onto the banks of the Ganga and proceeded toward Fulia loudly chanting the name of Krishna as he walked. When the Muslims saw Srila Haridas, they were convinced that he possessed extraordinary mystic powers. Pure, happy feelings replaced the envy and hate in their hearts. They offered him obeisances, worshipping him as a very saintly person. By this worship, the Muslims became free from material entanglement. Later, in the presence of the Nawab, Haridas smiled compassionately at the Muslim ruler, who stood remorsefully with folded hands, feeling great awe and reverence. In a humble and meek voice, the Nawab said, I can now understand that you are truly a saintly person. You have realized the absolute truth, 
and you have seen the One, Supreme Lord, everywhere and in everyone. You are a perfected soul and have actually attained absolute knowledge and liberation, of which the mystic yogis and philosophers falsely and proudly boast. I have come just to see you, simply to beg forgiveness. Kindly forgive me for the offenses I committed against you. Since you see everyone equally, you have neither friends nor enemies. There is no one in the entire world that can actually grasp your extraordinary position. You are a free man in every respect. You may stay in a lonely hut or in a cave on the banks of the river Ganga or wherever you wish. From now on, you may stay anywhere and do whatever you please. However, please be merciful upon those of us who have committed this great offense against you.